Hello and welcome, fellow viewers, to the History in Death discussion podcast. My name is Luke Moore and I am your host, your podcast, or whatever you'd like to refer me as. And welcome to the first episode. So this whole series is going to be nothing but deep talks into what I've seen out in the real world and my outlook on society and the diversity that I have seen over the years. And just a matter of speaking of what it was like to grow up where I did. So with each episode, we're going to go into some details. And there's a lot that I'm not going to be speaking of. Um, but when I say that, I'm more referring to as a lot of names are going to be left out of this without the sole permission of some people. Um, as in stories that I have about my friends and families back home, I will not be speaking their names without their actual consent and name. But I figured let's start off with a brief summary of who I am. So my original name was Luke Spradlin. My full name is Luke Wyatt Moore now, but I actually changed my last name uh, back in 2019 um, after a little issue that I had with my social security card and my birth certificate. Having two different last names really made it hard for somebody like me to get a ID or even a driver's license. I wasn't even allowed to go take my instructional permit because of that issue. But um, I'm 22 years old as of making this. I currently reside in Minnesota, um, where I moved to back in 2021. And uh, I was originally from a small little town called Inez, Kentucky. I was born in uh, Floyd County, Kentucky, which is only about 30 minutes out, about 30-ish minutes from Inez, where I was born and raised. Um, a little bit about my family is uh, I grew up in, I would say, two different households. Um, my parents, who lived right beside us in a trailer that my grandfather, who I spent most of my life living with, um, placed on his property um, so my parents could live right beside us, and I would still be able to see him, you know, see my grandfather. And then uh, I lived with my parents uh, up until I would say I was probably about, it was kind of off or on, from the time I was born uh, up until I was probably about eight or nine years old and then I fully started living with my grandfather um, just because I'm not really 100% sure on the specifics on why um, I started living with him but my parents were absolutely okay with it because I took care of him a lot in my teenage years um, so let's kick this off with talking about some stories from my past growing up so I grew up in a small little town like I said Inez Kentucky uh, I think the population was about eight or 9,000 people when I was born, and it's up to about 11,000, 12,000 maybe now. I'm not 100% sure on that. I just know it is a county um, that borders West Virginia. Um, it, is, it is a very nice place. It has beautiful views all around, but there is a lot that plagues the county. Um, before I was born, we had the infamous coal slurry spill of 2000 where um three million gallons of coal spilled down two of the haulers up there and for people who don't know what haulers are they are uh in between two two hills mountains whatever has a creek going down the middle so a hauler you know usually you go all the way back and you'll either end up in the other side of town or you will end up uh, at a dead end where you'd have to turn around and go right back out the, the hauler. Um, a lot of those places don't connect. Um, so realistically, 
you would have to uh, uh, know your way around um, if you live there. Um, especially if you lived in a holler like me and my family did. A lot of our families lived up in those small little hollers and they were atrocious. Um, going back and visiting um, in my adult years, I've only visited twice after having my own vehicle. And, you know, sometimes going through those places, it's even hard for me to drive even though I grew up, you know, driving all through these these little curvy roads at 35, 40 miles per hour. Very dangerous. Um, so if you ever find a place like that in eastern Kentucky, please do not drive those high speeds. Do 10, 15, 20 at most. Um, just so you don't get in an accident. Um, but yeah, so a little bit about uh, my family. Um, my grandfather was a woodshop teacher in the early 80s, um, as far as I know. Um, my grandfather was a school teacher. He did multiple things. Um, I know in the last few years of his life teaching um, that he was known as the ISS teacher, also known as the detention teacher. Um, so everybody knew who I was because I'd always go to school and I'd get off on the bus at the high school and I would catch a ride home with him. Um, so every time, you know, uh, people would see me, they were like, oh, you're Odell's boy. And my grandfather's name was Oliver Odell Moore. Rest in peace his soul. He left us in 2016. Uh, he was a wonderful man. He did a lot for the community, and he he's very widely known. Um, I, when I went back twice, I've seen a couple people um, when checking into hotels and uh, just out and about, and uh, I would tell who my grandfather was, and people still to this day still remember that, and it makes me feel happy that his name is still going strong and people are remembering him for the wonderful man he was because he was a very wonderful man. Uh, my dad, uh, when I, when, as young as I can remember, I remember his first job was as uh, an electrician. Um, so, you know, he worked for the cable company, climbing poles and doing that. Um, uh, my mom did not have a job. Uh, my dad was kind of the sole proprietor when it came to um, any kind of finances. Um, my sister is one year younger than me. She is 21 as of, you know whoever's listening to this, <laughs> um, which today's day is February the 2nd, 2023. Um, and I, I want to I had a good childhood growing up when I was really young. I, 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 I look back before anything bad happens that you guys will hear, um, in the upcoming episodes. These aren't going to be very long. They're going to be about 30 minutes long. Um, each, um, just because I don't want people to get bored with it, um, but, uh, I'd say growing up, you know, in those early child years, I think everything was good, my mom and dad really did a good job raising us, me and my sister, and my grandfather helped out a lot, and, um, he did a great job raising me, um, a lot of him rubbed off on me, um, that, you know, anybody who knows me in person, uh, knows how I am, and, um, if they ever had the chance to meet my grandfather, they would have known spot on that that's who I pretty much base myself off of. So, so growing up in a small town, everybody knew everybody, so it was really hard for me to really get into some trouble. Um, I know that I had a lot of trouble when I was in my younger teen years. Um, I can remember 
being five and the first thing I asked my mom was what does the word fuck mean and my mom th she flipped a gasket she was so just pissed off by the fact that I asked that she's like where did you hear this word from where did you hear this word and I don't remember where I heard it from and honestly I'm gonna throw my dad under the bus and say probably dad because my parents and well my dad he, he, he used to cuss like a sailor um, not really much anymore I'm more of that now um, so thanks, Dad, for that. Um, I love my parents, and I love my sister. I think they're all wonderful people. Um, I have no hatred for them, um, even though uh, there will be a little bit in my life story that will kind of contradict that, you know, go off into a different direction, make it seem like that I, I have a hatred for them, but um, if they're listening, uh, I do love my mom and dad, and I love my sister. Um, and I wish that things were different so I could talk more, but I try to keep up with everybody as much as I can. Some days I just get burnt out, uh, more than others. But, uh, let's talk a little bit about, um, what childhood was like for me. So, I can remember we had, we had this big, uh, farmish land. Um, my grandfather would always let his buddy, I can't remember his name, uh, at the moment for the life of me <laughs> to, uh, to say, um, I just know that my grandfather used to let him plant crops on our land. So, um, it, I kind of got a little green thumb from that, just from seeing that. Um, I also got into pictures, photography. I, I got into woodworking, um, because of my grandfather, um, soccer sports. I was really into when I was a kid. Um, when I was about nine or ten, uh, he would always take me to the soccer games because he used to coach them, and he, he also he used to also be a, an assistant coach for the basketball team. So whenever he'd go to those games, I'd I'd be right there by his side. I was like his little pal. I was his 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 the co assistant to the co assistant, if that makes any sense. Um, but sports I've always kind of been into. Uh, I football I've never really been into you know, watching it, so when people say, what's my favorite football team, um, I always say Steelers, because I grew up, the entire family, my cousins, my uncles and aunts, you know, they always said Steelers, so living in Minnesota, it's really weird to say Steelers, because people are like, oh my gosh, or they get like really defensive, but football is just not um, a sport for me, um, I like playing it more than anything, I played it when I was in elementary school, um, I tried playing it in high school, but I had high blood pressure, so they wouldn't let me. Um, and even trying to get medicated and bring that blood, bleh, blood pressure down, it never really worked out for me. So um, that didn't work for me. I played soccer for uh, a few seasons when I was in elementary school. I really enjoyed to do that. Um, middle school, I really didn't get much into sports. I tried to play basketball, but I was a little too overweight, and I was only like, um, a little bit under 5'9", and I'm, because I'm only 5'11 now, so I didn't really hit much of a growth spurt, so I'm not that tall. Um, I, I enjoy basketball, though. Um, my favorite team is the Celtics. Um, I grew up watching that. Um, uh, I grew up watching, uh, Paul Pierce play in 2008, so Celtics have always just been a favorite team for me. Um, I remember my dad had a, uh, a jersey for Jason Kidd when he played for the Suns. And uh, there's pictures of me wearing it, and then there's pictures of my dad wearing it when he was younger at a, 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 a 
a UK basketball game. UK basketball game, you know, is the University of Kentucky, so college basketball. Um, there's pictures of him wearing that same jersey, and then there's pictures of me wearing the jersey when I was 16, 17 years old. Um, so that's pretty neat. Um, other sports, I'm, I want to say baseball, I tried to get into. Um, I like playing softball a lot. Um, nowadays, uh, usually when softball season starts, I'm usually like right on it. Um, I played for two seasons uh, living up here. Um, I played last year, and then I played in the season of 2021 um, with my buddy Tristan's uh, church. Um, I never really went to church with him. Uh, I can't say that I went at all. Um, and it's not because of my religious outview. Um, mine's kind of mixed. I did go to church a lot in Sunday school when I was a little kid. My grandfather was very big church-oriented, so um, living with him, it was kind of a, you know, a throw in the dart. You have to go to church. Um, my parents really didn't make my sister go to church all that much. Um, but living with my grandfather, um, every time I go to church, I would go. Um, living with my grandfather was great. Uh, I, I, I want to say that he did spoil me a lot, um, as much as he could. I remember so many times, I can't tell you how many times that I, uh, pirated Minecraft onto his computer when I was like nine or ten. And he got so fed up with it because they would shut the internet off or I'd get a virus on the computer and he had to reset the whole thing and lose all his stuff. And uh, he, he just one day, I remember coming home from school, and he just had Minecraft. He was on the phone with somebody, and he just had Minecraft pulled up on there that he purchased it. And I was flipping out, and I was like trying to push him off the computer. I'm like, please, please, please let me get on and play. And uh, he's like, let me let finish up this phone call. And uh, that was that was my grandfather. Um, usually he wanted you to... Uh, do work for him if uh, he bought you something. So um, I did a lot of work for him. I, I cleaned up a lot, um, helped him do what he needed to do, um, especially when it came to buying me stuff. Um, since he was take he was technically taking care of me, but I was also taking care of him in his later years, and uh, that kind of gave me a lot of work ethic because I I would. I pushed him in a wheelchair for a while. I had to help him get out of bed, and he he was really sick. Um, uh, one of the most things that I can remember is when I was eight or nine years old, and he uh, he uh, took too much medication the night before for his diabetes. And I remember waking up one morning and he was foaming at the mouth, and I was and I was oblivious to it because. Um, I got up straight up out of bed and just went to the computer because it was, you know, there was no school. And I was just excited to have a day off. And uh, I remember mom came over and checked him out and she's seen him. And I should have caught it because, you know, I slept in the same bed as him. Um, that was my thing. I was super close to my grandfather and I would always sleep in the same bed as him because it just made me feel safe and it comforted me knowing that he was there. Because um, my grandfather was the world to me. Um, but I remember him foaming at the mouth um, after having that medication. And the first thing that uh, my sister did uh, is go and get the doctor because uh, we lived right next door to uh, Dr. Lon Lafferty, who uh, who uh, I believe is running for judge now or got the or got the position of judge or mayor or something in the my hometown. And you know he was he was always polite and nice. Um, he had a he had a grandson that uh, I was friends with growing up. Um, uh, it was a little weird um, just because, you know, we were the poor family that lived next door. And, you know, a doctor, rich type 
you know, it, 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 it made him feel weird, but we were kids, so to me it was just, I guess I never understood, but that was me kind of starting out dealing with how the rich judge the poor. And living in a small town like that, word gets around quick, and I remember going to school some days, and uh, I know a guy named Trey, um, and uh, he he told me, he's like, you know my, my little cousin, or whatever, um, and you guys are friends, and I was like, yeah, because I, I hardly ever got to see this kid, because he, he hardly came over, um, but uh, every time he did, uh, we'd always hang out. Um, I can't remember a lot of people's names just because it was so long ago. Um, I do remember having a best friend um, before elementary school. Um, his, his real name was AJ, um, but I called him Rodney. And uh, we met through uh, my dad selling uh, 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 pop, uh, pop can, cans of pop or you know, 24 packs of them to, uh, this guy out in the junkyard who bought them, because, um, in that part, you know, people who have food stamps, um, would go and buy pop or food, and they would sell them to people for actual cash, and that's something that still goes on, I believe, uh, at the pawn shop there in town, and, uh, a lot of those places still do that, along with copper, and that was one of the biggest things growing up, and I, th uh, know that a lot of people got in trouble got growing up for, cutting cable lines and cutting uh phone lines for the copper burning it and selling it and uh i i know that some people i went to high school with i won't name them um i know they got caught for that and, or turned themselves in for it and they seem to be doing all right now so more power to them um we can move on a little bit um so when i was nine years old uh the first time i really got in trouble um I, uh, I got so mad one night, and I can't even remember why. I was nine years old. Uh, I decided to pick up the phone and dial 911 uh, and call them and hang up. I don't know why I did it. Uh, maybe because I was just stupid and, and just was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dial this 911 number and not knowing what would happen. Um, next thing you know, 911 shows up at the front door of my grandfather's house, and I'm sitting there crying like I did something wrong. And, uh, my mom's holding me, you know, picking me up, holding me, and, uh, cops leave, um, I get in trouble with my dad, um, because, beknownst to myself, um, I didn't know my, I didn't know anything about weed at the time, uh, or anything like that, and I'm, I believe that's what, uh, he got mad over, was that, uh, I called 911, they showed up, and, you know, uh, my dad, my parents they smoke and that's absolutely okay i'm fine with weed i'm fine with that stuff that stuff doesn't bother me um i can't say there was sometimes growing up that uh i wish it did but it didn't um fast forward a little bit to uh the times uh uh that i was in my preteen years um i don't want to say i was rebellious i was a very troublemaking kid um i know i had to get taken out of the sixth grade because i was so troublemaking uh uh, I remember threatening uh, this English teacher um, that I would shit in her floor um, if she didn't let me go use the bathroom because um, she told me that I couldn't go use the bathroom. And I said, I will shit in your floor. And I got in so much trouble for that. But that's not even why I had to get taken out of the sixth grade. Um, 
there was this boy I went to school with, and he was making fun of me, making fun of my wake. And uh, growing up, uh, I had a nickname that I won't say, um, but it was kind of like cooties, in a sense. And people would say that about me. And uh, I remember this kid was picking on me one day, and I just had it. Like, I was just, I was fuming. I, I had it. I didn't want to hear any more about it. And I remember going into this bathroom, and he was in there. And uh, I remember seeing him go in the bathroom. I don't know for the life of me what the hell brought me to just be so violent. But I remember taking the bathroom stall door that was right next to it. And when that boy came out, I slammed the shit out of him into that door. And uh, I remember he went crying and uh, to the principal. I remember uh, my parents got called and they just took me out of sixth grade. Um, thank God middle school years... Um, kind of lenient uh i know high school they'll hold you back i've never been held back um but uh i went on to the seventh grade seventh grade is when uh the town or the county merged the middle schools together um so what ended up happening is the whole high school building um that my grandfather worked in and is no longer being used um uh they closed it down when i went into seventh grade um because uh a rock had fallen uh, from construction. Uh, they were building a highway into West Virginia or somewhere in that area, trying to. They had to blow straight through this mountain that was right next to the high school, and uh, a rock fell and it caused damage to the structure. Um, so they moved uh, the high school into the middle school uh, that I went in my sixth grade year. So the county decided to merge the middle schools of. Inez and a town called Warfield that was also in the county, but it was on the other side uh, that actually bordered West Virginia. So uh, the way I put it is that Inez is the uh, the more populated, rich folk town, the you know the high and mighty. That's what I call it. Uh, Warfield is what I call the uh, the low end, poor poverty, uh, criminal activity town, um, and that's that's what it's really known for. Um, you know, looking at the newspaper and looking back, uh, there was more crime in Warfield uh, over in the apartment complexes they had over there than there was uh, in Inez, uh, just because you have the po entire police force in Inez stationed, so you don't really have to worry. Um, and then it took like 15 minutes to get there from driving. You have to drive over an entire mountain, uh, Buck Creek or Bucktail Mountain, one of the two. So there was not a whole lot of criminal activity going on in Inez. Um, but they merged the middle schools together, and this is where I had my, I want to say, like, my, my real experience with growing up. Um, so, my parents were very strict on me going out, and looking back, they had their reasons. Um, but growing up, uh, I was under the impression my dad didn't let me go out because he didn't want me to end up like him. And how what he got in trouble for because my dad did do, do some bad things and he went to juvie and uh, he didn't want that for me um, so growing up uh, I was really jealous um, really of not being able to go out and do anything um, and it got worse after my papa had to go into uh, a nursing home because uh, then I had to live with my parents again and that's really when it sat in uh, a good majority of my uh, from the time I said, I want to say 15 till I was 18, uh, I was not really allowed to go out there. I probably have went out uh, a total of less than 20 times with 
people or, or meeting up with friends outside of school, which there was not a whole lot to do in the county. I mean, uh, if you didn't have a driver's license or anything, uh, most everybody would do was go to this local community center that was in the middle of Inez that had uh, this little movie theater here. Um, you know, so we had a little movie theater, uh, just four four movies that were playing at all times. They had a little basketball gym that everybody go and play to, and and you know, uh, the third floor you had the uh, the workouts, and then you had uh, the water company that was inside, and you had the fire station that got built right across the street from it. Um, so. Uh, I didn't really have the whole uh, high school experience or the middle school experience. No, I didn't get to really go out and have time of my life with my friends as much, um, uh, which is okay uh, for me. Um, sometimes I wish it would have happened because maybe I would have been more social uh, and it would have definitely helped now how uh, social I am. I really don't go out and hang out with a whole lot of people now as an adult, and uh, I think a lot of that has to do with not having that freedom when I was younger. Um, but merging middle schools was interesting. I met a lot of cool people in my life. Um, I met my first girlfriend in middle school. Um, uh, when it comes to, like, relationships and stuff, middle school was kind of the peak of it. Um, I don't, I'm not gonna talk a lot about my girlfriends, but, uh, my exes, um, I've had a lot of them. I haven't really had any serious ones until I moved up here. To Minnesota back in 21 um, but I met a lot of cool people that I was friends with um, some of the coolest people that I'm gonna mention here um, I don't think they'll care I met uh, one of my coolest friends Johnny uh, me and him were pretty tight uh, uh, I was introduced to Dragon Ball through them um, so my love for Dragon Ball started really in middle school and uh, the whole anime stuff that I got into. I got into three basic animes when I was in middle school. Um, I got into Tokyo Ghoul, uh, Attack on Titan, and Death Note. Those were the big three that got me into it. And then um, I started watching Dragon Ball a lot with the uh, the guys um, on Skype. When Skype was a big thing. When I was still living at uh, my, uh, my original house that uh, me and my grandfather lived in. Um, um, so that was, that was interesting. Um, uh, I have a lot of photos still on my old Facebook from my Skype days where I screenshot, uh, my Skype videos and, uh, pictures of my friends, especially of one of my bestest ones, um, that I keep dear to me. Um, her name was Madison. Um, she passed away, uh, back, uh, in 2018 and I still keep her Skype photos, uh, on Facebook and my computer just because she was very important to me. Um, so may God rest her soul. Um, I haven't really talked a lot about diversity in school. Um, the school I, I went to uh, in the town, um, it was, our county was kind of an all-white county. So uh, I grew up with a, a couple of, you know, African-Americans, blacks, in the school and I, I never had an issue with it just because you know my parents taught me to uh, see everybody the same and that's exactly what I do is that I I don't think less or more of people with different colors or people of different uh, race or ethnicities or uh, of their gender I really don't um, look at it any other way um, my 
earlier in the story, I was talking about my best friend growing up, Rodney, um, who um, I think he moved away when I was uh, 11 or 12, so I, I never went to elementary school or middle school with him. Um, but he was a black kid. He was one of the only, he was the first one I ever met. And, uh, he was my bestest friend. Um, we would primarily do a lot together. Uh, the key feature that makes me think of his name and reminds me of him is that he had all this acne on his face, um, as like a little kid, just all these red spots. And, uh, that's how I just remember him as, is, uh, I didn't give him any nicknames or anything because I wasn't about that.